0: What's up, everyone? And welcome back to NFL only here on Smart Talk. And today we will be continuing our top forty quarterback rankings. And today we'll be going over our thirty-five through thirty-one quarterbacks for the twenty twenty-one season. Uh, you want to re? Houston, you want to recap what we did uh, last week, or you recap your forty to thirty-five or thirty-six?
1: Yeah. So just real quick, I had Trey Lance at forty, Jalen Hurts at thirty-nine, Mac Jones at thirty-eight. Marcus Mariota at thirty seven and Justin Fields at thirty six.
0: Yeah, and I had uh, Trey Lance at forty, uh Taysom Hill at thirty nine, uh Taylor Henneky at thirty eight, uh, Justin Fields at thirty seven, and Jalen Hurts at thirty six. So yeah, let's uh let's I let's just jump right into this here. Who's your number thirty five quarterback?
1: So my number thirty five quarterback is Tyrod Taylor. Oh, that's mine too. Oh, is it really? I don't like the fact that we've done this two weeks in a row and started it like that. All right, yeah, so – all right, cool. So we can kind of knock that out together. So mine mine is Tyrod Taylor for the Houston Texans. And if my computer will load and my stats will pull up, that would be great.
0: Well, I'll just get into it real quick while while that's low enough for you. Uh, That's fine. The reason I have him low here is he's a good quarterback. He is. I think he's a starting caliber quarterback. You know I have him below a starting caliber – Right, it's just I feel like he plays too safe at times.
1: Mm-hmm. You know,
0: uh, I feel like he doesn't take the risk that you would want him to take, and you know his Absolutely. accuracy can be a little bit iffy at times as well. But he's just he's just an all around I think a good leader, a good locker room guy to have for your team, and people seem to rally around him when he's at the quarterback position, and that's what that's one of the things why he's on my list and why he's close to. Uh, close to the top 30 that's why he's at 35 but mm-hmm. you know there's still there's stuff uh there that the reason he's not he's not been a long uh, a longevity starter in the nfl and that's why he's number 35 for me so
1: absolutely i mean for me he's just the perfect bridge quarterback kind of guy i completely agree my one of my issues with him is that he is too safe uh you know i mean last year justin herbert was the rookie you know he was coming in. I didn't know he played for the Chargers back in 2019. I forgot who was he backing up. Was it Rivers? I guess who? It would have been Tyrod. It would have been he would have been backing up Rivers in 2019. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but in 2018, you know he started three games uh, and played in four of them before he got hurt. And Baker Mayfield came in and, and he took over. Um, he's the kind of guy that I would want as a backup quarterback. I mean, if you have like mm-hmm. a Super Bowl caliber team, like a legit playoff caliber team, and your starting quarterback gets hurt. He's the kind of guy that I would love to have backing up my guy and backing up my quarterback. Uh, I do I really like Tyrod Taylor. I think he, you know, he can do some nice things with his legs. You know, like like Wyatt said, he's really safe, you know, conservative with the football. So look, if you have a great roster around him, he's a pretty solid guy. I mean, he led the Bills to their first playoff appearance back in twenty seventeen, and um, in, in what, twenty years? So yeah. at that point. So eighteen years, yeah. You know, or 18, yeah. So, I mean, like, he's, he's shown the ability to win. I mean, you know, from 15 to 17, you know, he went 7-6, and 7-8, and eight, and then 8-6. and six. So, he's, he shows that ability to, you know, to be able to win. But as you see, though, it, it, you're going to get either win or loss. He's not going to win you games, all right? He might not lose you games, but he won't win you games. And so, for me, that's why I have a hard time really even putting him in the top 32, but he's definitely got to be in my top 40, and that's why he's at 35. It's just he's he's a very safe option, very, very good start uh, backup quarterback. And as a starting quarterback, you know, he's definitely below average just because he doesn't really – again, he's not going to make your team better.
0: He doesn't excel at anything, but he's just – I think he's solid all around. Is
1: he's he's, he's an he's a, he's yeah. ultimate professional. I mean, you know, going to Cleveland, obviously when they had the number one pick, you know, going to the Chargers when they obviously were going to pick a quarterback – you know he doesn't have any issues with that. Um, you know he, he's always going to be there to back. You know to be a great backup, to be a great leader, and I think mm-hmm. he does a really good job in that. So
0: yeah, and uh, I think something to bring up here, like ever since uh, you know the season he brought the Buffalo Bills to the playoffs, the 2017 2018 season, I, I believe, uh, you know his his uh, completion percentage has dropped and went from and went to 49 percent when he was with Cleveland for those four starts. And then it went back up a little bit to 66%. And then it dropped again in his uh, only start last season, to 53%. So, like, his completion percentages have been, like, fluctuating here. He's been a little bit inconsistent depending on like, right. what the team he's been with. And also, like, the yards uh, per attempt aren't the highest either. It's right, usually absolutely. It's usually around, like, five or six or something like that in between. And, you know, that's just – one of those things where the coach doesn't really trust you to throw it deep or it could be like, you know, we see all the time where he just plays it safe a lot and he doesn't right. take the deep shot a lot. And sometimes that can backfire on a team. Sometimes that could help your team. It just depends on the circumstance. So it depends on what division you're playing in or what teams you're fi- playing that year. So, yeah, that's uh, one of the main reasons he's uh, down so far on the list. But, you know, he's a good solid quarterback. He's a good backup. You know, he's a good, like you said, I think he's the perfect bridge quarterback to have.
1: Absolutely, absolutely.
0: So who is your number thirty four? My number thirty four is the rookie in New England, Matt Jones. Yeah, I interesting. Yeah, uh <laughs> I, I like Matt Jones a lot. Uh I like the I like his ability to just sit back and dissect the defense in the game and I like his ability to learn uh quickly as well. He comes in in twenty nineteen, uh late in the season after uh um. after Tua gets injured or breaks his hip or something like that. I forgot what exactly the injury was there. But he comes in, doesn't perform the best. He has the off season to kind of figure the playbook out, to get used to receivers, get chemistry with the receivers, get chemistry with that first team and that offense and he comes in twenty twenty and just dominates. He excels in an all SEC schedule, everybody always says the SEC is the best conference in college football, and he dominated right. the whole season. And I just think he's the most. I think he's he played in a pro style offense. I think that gives him a leg up on a leg up on, with some of these other quarterbacks. Uh, and you know he's going to very similar systems. He's going from Nick Saban to uh, uh, Bill Belichick. He's going to very similar systems uh, right. from the NFL. And then uh, from the end of, or from college to the NFL, and you know he was accurate with the football. I know everybody saw his pro day or whatever, and he wasn't accurate and stuff. That could have just been nerves or something, but that's not what I seen on the film and while he was playing the game, he was very accurate with the football. He was very right. accurate throwing the deep ball. I think he was the most accurate deep ball passer. I think according to Pro Football Focus and uh, college football last season, Unless mm-hmm. that moment. It was either him or Zach Wilson. It was one to two, but he was definitely up there in that conversation. So he can throw it deep, and then you give him all these new weapons that New England got this offseason with Johnny Smith with Nelson Aguilar. You know,
1: I think he's going well, to have this successful. What you say, uh, Kendrick Bourne and Hunter Henry as well, really good options. So
0: yeah, yeah, for sure. And they up. what what you say? They
1: said they beefed it up.
0: Yeah, they did, and. Uh, I just really, I just really liked his ability to. He seem he seem like the perfect quarterback in New England, to have right. you know the pocket the pocket passer the one a very smart intelligent quarterback the one that knows the playbook inside and out. Uh, can go through his reads, uh, very uh, very fluidly. He knows how to move well inside the pocket. He's not the most mobile or he doesn't have that lateral quickness that you probably want uh, for an right. NFL player, but. When he gets like a downhill speed, or if he's able just to have a straight line, he has some straight line speed. You know, he can get, he can get, uh, if he gets outside the pocket and he sees like maybe, you know, eight, seven yards to go there, he can get eight, right. seven yards for you, uh, running. So he's not as slow. He's just not as agile as probably, is probably what you want, uh, probably the term for it. But he, he has some speed on right. him. So, I just think you add all of that and then you add him being behind Cam Newton for a year. Cam Newton's a very intelligent quarterback. He's a he's a professional uh, in the business. He's been in the business a yeah, long and I, time.
1: Regardless of what anybody wants to say about Cam Newton, like, he is a smart guy. Yeah. He's an intelligent guy. I mean, you don't become – I'm sorry, but you don't become MVP of the of the NFL without having talent, without being a great quarterback.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, he's just had – unfortunately, he had a string of injuries that have really set him back in his career. I mean – You know, honestly, you probably could say he was headed for like a a truly Hall of Fame career and with the injuries and things like that that set him back, we'll see if he can ever regain form. I mean, this year could be the year for him to really regain that form, Uh, especially with Bill Belichick, right? I mean, Belichick is wanting to win. He's wanting to prove that he can do this and and be a successful team. Uh, Their defense all comes back for the most part. You know, I mean, and they added pieces to that defense. I mean, I like some of their additions in the draft and through free agency. Guys like Matthew Judon, and uh, you get Kyle Van Noy back, and then you get uh, Kristen Barmore, who is going to be a menace uh, nice. in their defense and, and and with the way they like to use defensive linemen. Uh, even though he's a little bit raw, I think they can use him in such a variety of ways. So this could definitely be a year for Cam Newton to kind of come back. I know we kind of got off on that tangent, but, but yeah.
0: Yeah, so uh... – <laughs> so who's your number
1: uh,
0: thirty-four player?
1: So mine is Drew Locke out of Denver. So I just—he's unproven to me. I know we've had two years of him. I know he went what he his rookie year. He went four and one in five starts. You know, seven touchdowns, three interceptions, a thousand yards. Last year he starts thirteen games. He goes four nine. He passes for two thousand nine hundred thirty-three yards, sixteen touchdowns to fifteen interceptions. There got there has to be some growth to his game. Mm-hmm. He has a lot of nice tools. I mean, he he can launch the ball. You know, I mean, he's he's got some nice qualities to him. I mean, you hear some of the stuff like guys like him in the locker room. Um, you know, and he you know he has some good relationships in that sense and. You know, he has the talent to be successful. He has, in my opinion, he has the talent to be a top-20 quarterback. I'm not going to say, like, top-10 and be crazy, but, like, he has the talent to be a top-20 quarterback.
0: Oh, bro, okay. you, you, you're cutting in and out there. Yeah, all I all heard was
1: a uh, top-20 uh, quarterback. That he, yeah. <laughs> no, all I was saying was the fact that, you know, he can throw a great deep ball that he can make mm-hmm. some off-schedule plays. So the fact that, like, he really has potential to be a top-20 quarterback. I mean, Denver has, a, you know, they've rebuilt that defense. And Vic Banjo is going to make that defense great regardless, right? But they have mm-hmm. some great pieces to it. They have some great weapons. Ju- Jerry Judy, Cortland Sutton, uh, K.J. Hamler that they drafted last year out of Penn State. I mean, they have all the weapons there. Noah Fant, right? They have a solid O-line. It's really, really upon Drew Locke. Like, this team is playoff worthy to me. This team is a 10, 11, 12 win team roster. Is the quarterback going to be right? Is the quarterback going to be right? And last, you know, just last year indicates that he probably is not going to be the guy of the future, which is kind of still a little bit crazy to me that they didn't go after someone else in the draft. But I get the fact that, hey, he has potential, he has the tools, and they want to see can he make that improvement this year. and I, And I kind of understand that um but i'll go to my number 33 because it's his teammate teddy bridgewater mm-hmm. and i don't know how long Teddy's going to be his teammate oh here we go so i don't know how long Teddy's going to be his teammate for but i mean last year for carolina uh he goes four and 11
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh he starts uh he started uh 15 games played in 15 uh he passed for a uh, 3,733 yards uh, 15 touchdowns to 11 picks to me, they lost a lot of close games. Okay, Teddy Bridgewater is a guy that I think is better than Drew Locke. Obviously, I haven't ranked higher. You know, he's one. He's like right below where I would have him. Like you know, as one of the the thirty two starting quarterbacks in the league, right? The thirty two best quarterbacks.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I like Teddy Bridgewater. I always have, and, and it's a shame that he kind of got screwed with the injury. I mean, let's not let's not act like he was about to become like Patrick Mahomes or Aaron Rodgers, but he was on an upward trend of his. Uh, with his career like I mean he got better every year he was getting more comfortable he was taking more chances I mean we go back let's see what was it to 2015 I mean you know yeah it was 3,200 yards 14 touchdowns nine picks but he was getting better more comfortable within that team I mean that team had so much potential as we saw over the next couple of years and it took him a long time to kind of come back you know he played well for uh New Orleans uh in 2019 uh almost 1,400 yards Nine touchdowns, only two interceptions in five games. So he's got the kind of potential to be a really solid starting quarterback. But to me, again, there's a lot left to be desired there as far as the, game, uh, the game-breaking the game ability to really win a team a game, right? A lot of the things have to be in position for him to win, especially over the past several years. I mean, let's just face it, that's just who he is now. I like Teddy, but I want to. I still I want to see you know if he can come in and win the starting job in Denver, which I, it's going to be a competition. There's no. There, lock is not guaranteed anything. There's a reason they traded for Bridgewater. If Bridgewater can come in and get them eight, nine, ten wins and just be a solid guy and not lose them games, I mean Denver. I mean Denver could be a nice little team, and I mean not a Super Bowl caliber team, but Denver could be a team that could could push the playoff button. If Teddy Bridgewater plays, like, I I know he's capable at times. Uh, But will it be a situation like last year in Carolina where the roster was really up and coming and honestly was a really solid roster, but he just couldn't execute and make that team better because he's just not that kind of guy. So, Teddy is my number 33. Who was yours?
0: All right. So, me and you had uh, teammates at 34 and 33. And uh, sorry for your dogs barking um, upstairs or something, but... Right. Yeah, but... I had teammates same, uh same as you, 34, 33. I got Cam Newton at 33. And Wow. That yes, low? I don't think he's a starting caliber quarterback anymore. I wow, don't, think, I he don't, okay. I don't right. think he is. Okay. I don't think he is. You know, if you he just seems like if you just do the eye test with him, if you watch his games, it looks like he struggles to throw the football. And me and right. you have talked about this, like, off the podcast and everything is he should have waited when he got that shoulder surgery. He should have waited a year before coming back instead of coming back that same season. I think it did more right. damage than it actually helped him. And, you know, in the last three seasons, he hasn't he hasn't been proven a winner either at all. Like, he's been losing a lot of games uh, as a starting quarterback. And that's another thing why he's so far down this list is he can have all the stats he wants. He can have, like, all the rushing yards and all that he wants in a game or, like, the good completion percentages and all that. But if you're not going to win games, then I'm, you shouldn't be a starting quarterback in the NFL. It doesn't matter what your stats are.
1: My whole thing is I'd yeah. say that I, I, I push back on this just a little bit. Like, I, I think he was playing actually pretty solidly at the beginning of the season before he got COVID and before he had to sit out and got sick and all that stuff. And there was definitely a difference when Cam came back. Like, he wasn't kind of the same guy. He was kind of more just kind of pushing through um to be there to play uh for his team and i, and I think like last year he we kind of saw remnants of Ocam, especially early in the season and i think you know i i say this i i personally i disagree with 33 so that's that's kind of a shock to me that's a shock
0: yeah um uh, and then also if you go like his last if you go to his last three seasons uh especially like the last six games of uh was it twenty eighteen? He lost the last six games that he started in twenty eighteen. And then you go to twenty nineteen, he starts only two games that year, he loses both of those games. And then he goes into this season goes seven and eight. So what is it, what is that? Seven plus uh what is that? That's eight and eight. So that's sixteen. So his last twenty three starts, he's seven and sixteen. And that's my thing, is I don't think he's a starting quarterback or a caliber quarterback anymore, just basically with the eye test. And all that. I think that's the main thing here. I, like without stats, without anything, with eye testing, it, he's just not a starting quarterback or caliber quarterback anymore. I think you can play him in packages. I think you can do, like, take some hill stuff with him. But I think his shoulder is just. I think it's done at this point. Right. I think it's done at this point, and, and I and that's, that's really the main reason he's down this far. Is like I wasn't very like like it was only a two game stretch though at the beginning of that season. Mm-hmm. Uh, last year, or three game stretch before, like before all of that, but like it seemed like the COVID didn't really, I don't think had much of an effect on him. I just think the offense just was or just just wasn't going at all. And right. the more they, the less they threw with him, the better off they were toward the end of the season. And when that, and when that's the case, then it, it, that means I don't think you're, that you, you shouldn't be, you're not a starting cor- caliber quarterback. Anymore, especially when the team has to basically game plan around your throwing ability to win games, and that was what? that's kind of the, that's kind of the main reason he's down this fall. Now I'll, I'll I'll love Cam Newton. I love watching Cam Newton. I love watching Cam Newton in his prime. You know he's he was a great quarterback, but you know the, ever since his shoulder surgery, he just hasn't been the same quarterback and that's why okay. he's so, that's why he's so far down on my list so um, that's the
1: first in my opinion that's the first like big shock of the list we'll see what happens moving forward
0: yeah so i'll go to my number is 32 mm-hmm. and my number 32 is Tua a tug of viola things i think it's how you pronounce it my that's, okay. my that's my number 32 uh it's just uh if this ever loads up here for me uh yeah, it was, yeah, it's not. It's taking forever to load up here, but
1: I no, I'm having issues too. But
0: <laughs> yeah, my, yeah, but yeah, and you cut out there and let y'all know why this is loading up. We're doing on Skype again. We're not in the. We're not uh in the same room like we were last week doing this, so uh like earlier Houston's uh thing went out. So sorry if it malfunctions again or something like that. But yeah, right. uh going here like, I think Tua. I guess that's up now. Like Tua, I think was a solid quarterback. He reminded me. A lot of Tyrod Taylor, his first uh, his first season, where it was a lot of safe throws. The offense, I feel right. like, didn't really trust him enough to lay him throw it deep. Um, but his I yards per attempt were six point three. That's that's not that good. Um, he was also sacked twenty times. The offensive line wasn't the best at all. And I think a lot of it is I want to see him. I want to see him in a better offense. And I think it's, it could be the Trubisky effect almost where. You know, like everybody, Trubisky's rookie year, he wasn't in the best offense in the world with John Fox's game plans and all that, and then, you know, Matt Nagy comes in, he has a better offensive scheme around him, he has a better offensive coach around him, and you're hoping right. you're hoping for a better improvement. And that's what I feel like I'm hoping for with Tua here, is he didn't have the best rookie season. You know, they had to bench him in a pivotal game against the Raiders to – uh stay alive in the playoffs because he just wasn't performing well in that game. And I think a lot of it it could have just been him as a rookie, him just getting uh, like just getting NFL just getting acclimated to the NFL. I think that could have been it as well. But I just want to see more from him. I, I feel like I haven't seen enough from him. The coaching staff I didn't trust him. Chain Gailey, uh the former offensive coordinator is gone or Gainey, I think Chain Gainley or Ganey. Things so hey, I pronounce it,
1: Changani. Yeah, Yeah,
0: uh, he's gone. Whatever. From the, he, yeah, the former offensive coordinator. He's gone now. They have a new one in there. Uh, I forgot who it was, but I'm really excited to see what Tua does because I was really, uh, I really liked what I seen from Alabama. They trusted him. They trusted his arm. He made some really good throws deep down the field. He was able to move the right. ball efficiently down the field with Alabama, and especially against SEC opponents, against top ranked competition. He was able to do that as well. And Absolutely. I just want—I just want to see that more in the NFL, and I feel like we just didn't get to see that last season. That's mainly why he's so far down my list. But I'm very excited and uh, about the—I think the trajectory of his career, especially if he's able to get going this season.
1: Right. I mean, and before I go to my 32, which is actually his new teammate, Kobe um, percent Yep, I will say that with Tua, I definitely think. You know, like, he's already admitted, like, hey, it took him a while to learn the playbook. It took him a while to get adjusted to things. Like, it was a way bigger adjustment. And that happens to a lot of rookies. It's rare to see rookies Mm -hmm. do what Justin Herbert does or what Andrew Luck does, right? It's hard to find those kind of guys. I mean, Aaron Rodgers set for three years. I mean, Patrick Mahomes set for a year. Like, it can take guys a while to learn and to grow and to develop. And I think, you know... On top of that, you know, with his injury coming back from and everything like that, like let's just give him a little bit of time. I, I like Tua, and I agree. Like I, I you know, I'm not going to give away where I have him at in my list, uh, but obviously he's in my list now that I said that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I would feel like that was kind of stupid if he wouldn't be. Um, I feel like I'd just be like biased, but I, I, I don't have an issue with where you have him. Mm-hmm. I'll just say that much, um, and I and I agree with you. I, I think there had there's a lot. To be desired there, mm-hmm. but anyways So my number thirty-two is Jacoby Brissett. So I have Jacoby Brissett my top thirty-two quarterbacks, and maybe I'm just a little bit more of a fan of Brissett than most people. But I mean, when you look back to his two seasons where he started, uh, you know, in both those seasons he did he missed a game. <laughs> Excuse me, um, or not uh, his first season he started fifteen, but played in all sixteen, and then 2019 he got hurt for one game, so started fifteen and played in fifteen. He went four and eleven in twenty seventeen, and then in twenty nineteen he went seven and eight. In twenty seventeen he passed for almost th- basically thirty one hundred yards, thirteen touchdowns, and seven picks, and then uh, with a fifty eight percent completion percentage. And then when he in twenty nineteen after Andrew Luck suddenly retired and everything like that, he passed for almost three thousand yards, eighteen touchdowns to six picks, with a sixty one uh, percent completion percentage. And to me, Jacob Brissett might be the best backup in the league, if not one of the best. Uh, he's the kind of guy again. He's very similar to Tyrod Taylor, but I think Jacob Brissett can make some plays. I mean, I, we I, you've seen enough from him that yeah, he's not this like crazy like run around athlete, Lamar Jackson, Russell Wilson kind of guy. But he's almost like a big bend in the pocket. Like he shakes guys off. Like he's really good at like maneuvering and, and shedding off tackles. And just he's a big human being. Let's just be honest. And I think he's the kind of guy that, and obviously, you know, having him here, and I haven't ranked Tua right. Obviously, I have Tua ranked higher than uh, than Jacoby, but I think Jacoby's very capable. If Tua doesn't pan out this year, and Tua ends up not being the kind of guy they thought he would be, I think Jacoby that's the kind of guy that could get this team eight or nine wins. And I'm, maybe that's not enough to make the playoffs, but I think he's that kind of guy. And I think they have a good enough roster that they coach it well enough, and he has familiarity in that Patriots culture with Brian Flores, obviously being there before in 2016 with New England. I like to go a lot. You know, he has a big arm. You know, he's a smart guy, a great, great leader. I mean, that was something that, you know, Chris Ballard had touched on, was losing him. You know, he's such a locker room presence.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, he has so many great things about him and who he is. I mean, he's going to be in the league until he's like 40. I mean, he'll be like Josh McCown, let's just be honest. Mm. He's too valuable of a leader you know, he can he can play and be a very, very great, valuable backup. Mm-hmm. And so I, I like Jacob Brissett. And I think, you know, if you would have put him on a team with the right supporting cast, uh, in the and and you didn't have a coaching staff that was like dumb. And like look, if you put him on this Colt's team this past year and had him start and they didn't get Phillip Rivers, I think they could have won ten or eleven games still because I think they had a good roster and I think Jacob Brissett, you know, he started out five and two in twenty nineteen before he got hurt. And then they kind of had their downward trend towards the season. But they started out really strong. And he started out really hot. I mean, he was like on fire at the beginning of the season in 2019. And so I think you see some promise from Jacoby. Uh, for me, just seeing some of that promise and seeing some of that and putting him in a situation where he could end up starting, just like Fitzpatrick did last year, multiple times for the, for the Dolphins. I, I To me, he's the top 32 quarterback in the NFL. Mm. So I will move on. Well, my well
0: I can I want to get on like just Kobe here real quick. I think well uh, the yeah. year he started when the Andrew Luck year when he retired when he started was it twenty nineteen? Mm-hmm. But that year he uh he got injured. A lot of people don't remember like he he injured his knee in like week six or something like that. When they right. were, when uh let me see y'all's right, I forgot what what the record was at the time. Five and two. Five and two, yeah. And so like after that, after he injured his knee, he was never the same. Like that season, and he was playing on a bum knee the whole year, and they still right. almost and they still were in almost every game. So, mm-hmm. I, Jacoby Brissett is a starter to me. Um, obviously, that kind of gives you he probably he probably made my list, but to me, he's I think he's a starter on a lot of teams in the NFL. So, right. like, yeah, so absolutely, I, yeah, so I I don't like the shade that he gets uh, at all. I think he's a really good uh, quarterback. So yeah, we'll yeah. move on. I mean, in, in
1: 2017, when he first the first mm. year he started for the Colts, I mean that Colts team was garbage. I mean oh, they had awful. really nobody on their roster. Yeah, I Andrew mean, Cooker set, and that was really. I think it we showed didn't have anybody else. It
0: showed how good Andrew Luck was to carry that roster to three straight playoffs. that's I mean, that's it, it, what it showed. Yeah. So yeah, so let's move on to your uh, was your number 31 or mine number 31?
1: So my yeah, so it's mine. So my thirty-first quarterback to round out this countdown in this podcast is Taysom Hill. I I believe he's a top thirty-two starting quarterback, Mm -hmm. and I think he shows enough promise and enough qualities that he could be a solid starting quarterback. Now, look, I mean, he's gonna be—he's thirty years old. He'll be thirty-one this year. You're not getting this guy for a long time. Now, I know quarterbacks can play for a long time, and. Everything like that. But, I mean, he's primarily played running back, tight end, H-back, receiver, whatever you need him to. That's what he's been for the uh, Saints. And he's been an amazing player in that role. But last year in three starts as a quarterback, he went 3-1, and one, uh, 928 yards, four touchdowns, two picks. But as Wyatt touched on, it wasn't the most impressive resume. And they did lose to the Eagles in that stretch as well. I just think... You know, there, there's a lot to be desired there from Taysom Hill, and, and that's why I have him at 31, right? Like, I you see the ability with him running, right? He has the athletic ability to make some plays with his feet. He has really a big arm. Like, I mean, he can throw the football deep and, and beautifully, and I think he does a great job of that. But there's just some – there's just – to me, there's just – you don't have enough tape on him to say, hey, he can carry a team throughout a season and get them to the playoffs. You just don't – you don't have that. And I know that doesn't always mean anything, but – there's a reason they kept Jameis Winston on that roster. If they believed in Taysom Hill, Jameis either Jameis wouldn't have been gone, or they wouldn't have signed him last year when they did as a backup. So when when you have a guy like Jameis who's proven with his issues that he can be a starting quarterback, throw for over five thousand yards, throw for thirty touchdowns, and I can get the thirty picks. Mm-hmm. But I'm um, a lot of quarterbacks throw a lot of interceptions well, he had in eye surgery system. Houston. So let's just be honest with that. Yeah, what? Sur- he has
0: eye surgery, so...
1: Yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> I can see. Um, but I, I really think, like, you don't sign a guy like that who has the potential, still, in my opinion, to be a solid starting quarterback if you believe Taysom Hill can be your quarterback of the future. And I know, yes, again, like, his age, that doesn't necessarily indicate the quarterback of the future. But I just don't see enough, and there's not enough proof to me that Taysom Hill can carry a team and be a franchise guy you know, yes, he plugged and played for four games when Drew Brees got hurt. And I get that. And he did a solid job. And they went 3 and 1, and that's what they needed him to do. But is he more than a gadget player? I don't know. I think and the reason I have him in the top 32, but so low at 31, is the fact that he has the potential and I see the ability. It's just there's not a lot of proof there to me that shows that he can really be like a true starting quarterback that's going to take this team to the playoffs, uh, when they have, you know, I know they have a lot of aging pieces, but when they still have a pretty solid roster, in my opinion, like offensive mm-hmm. weapon-wise, offensive line, obviously running running game-wise, and defensively, they're still solid. They're still pretty good. So the fact that, you know, if, if it's up to Taysom Hill or Jameis Winston, who wants that starting job? Because this team is still 8-9, 10 one team, depending on how well the quarterback plays.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think it is, too. I 100% agree with you there. See, I'll move on to my number 31. And my number thirty one is Daniel Jones. Oh, oh, okay. yeah. Uh, I so I've been one of the bigger supporters of Daniel Jones. Mm. Um, and I still I still really like Daniel Jones. I still think he has a lot of potential. Um, uh, in his game, he I think he's very accurate with the football. I think a lot of it is decision making with him. I think a lot of his stuff comes down to I think he just panics. Uh, a lot in the pocket and i think a lot of that has to do with how bad his offensive line has been for the last two seasons. Uh if you look at uh i went to pro football reference, so shout out to them uh for this uh stat here but his sack percentage was the second in the second most in the NFL uh behind Carson Wentz. So the so the times he dropped back, he got sacked the most uh at the at the second highest rate in the NFL, behind Carson behind Carson Wentz. So I think that just shows to you that the, he has he has not had an offensive line with him. His best his best player gets injured last season in the second week of the season. Uh, Saquon Barkley, right, and you know he hasn't had a receiver, a number one receiver, to be his pass catcher at all since he's been there. They traded Odell uh, before he before he could even uh, you know play with him. Uh, His best receiver there has been Darius Slayton. Evan Ingram is very unreliable with how many drops he has every season. And uh, I I just – I like Daniel Jones a lot. A lot of it comes down to is I still want to see more from him. It's the same thing why I have Tua so low. It's the same thing why I have him so low. Like, Tua, same situation. He didn't have the best receiving court with him. He didn't have the best uh, offensive coordinator with him Uh, and Shannon Mm -hmm. Ganey. So – it's a little bit left, to uh, a lot left to be uh, desired there. And same thing with Daniel Jones. Uh, he doesn't have the weapons around him to help him succeed. Now he gets a little bit more weapons with Kenny Galladay, with uh, Darius Tony in the first round. And then you add Darius Slayton, which I think Darius Slayton's a really good three-wide receiver. I don't think he's your primary wide receiver on the team, though. So mm-hmm. I, 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 like, I like this roster that they built around him. And I'm hoping to see him flourish, but the I think the main thing comes down to is what, what I've been saying is decision-making for him. He's, he's made a lot of bad decisions uh, in games, late in games, and you want to see him improve on that. And he's still a young quarterback. He's only in his third year, and you still want to see him improve, and I think he's going to improve this season. I think the main thing, a lot of it is, why he's down so far as how many times he gets hit, and I think that's kind of messed up his game a little bit the last couple of years is how much he's hit, how much he's sacked. You know, it. I think it messes up his decision-making at times and speeds up his process at times. And I think it makes right. him a little bit worse of a quarterback. And that's why he's a little bit far down my list. I think it's more the product around him than him himself. Okay. If that, if that makes sense.
1: Yeah. So, that, that, so that's okay. why
0: he's my uh, number 31. I still think like him and two, I think can move up exponentially this season, depending on how they play.
1: All right, absolutely. I yeah. mean, with, especially this year, there's no more excuses for Daniel Jones. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, he's got a roster around him. Like, you know, o line got improved a little bit. Defense is, is had a be top really ten defense I mean, last year. You got one, de- yeah? Huh? Had a top ten defense last year, right? And they're just going to continue to get better. You know, now you've got the weapons. You got Saquon coming back. You got a two headed monster at tight end. Like, you got. The pieces i think joe judge is a good coach i think he's gonna take the giants and and, and help create a successful culture there mm-hmm. but yeah i agree like it, it i'd love to see like tom brady just like leave the bucks and go to the giants and just like i don't know i just feel like that would be so strange yeah but um and just like win them a super bowl after he lost to them twice that'd be so crazy but anyways like i, I think i really do think like it, this is the year like it's put up or shut up but right? daniel jones has a lot of talent i really do like daniel jones but i agree with you like you know, the, the product around him has, you know, it's been subpar at times and with some injury issues. But, hey, he's got the talent, put it all together, cut the turnovers down, and and, and go out there and win football games. It's it's mm-hmm. And, I mean, it's they have a chance to win this division. The Cowboys got better, right? The Redskins got better at the quarterback position. Uh, and they improved offensively even still. Um, defensively, they improved a little bit as well, even at linebacker, which was a need. But the Giants got better as well. Like, this division is up for grabs between those three teams. I mean, this division could be – I think it'll be a 9- or 10-win team, probably a 9-win team that wins this division. Mm -hmm. So, and I think the Giants are more than capable of winning nine games. Um, It just really depends on Daniel Jones. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah.
0: So, yeah, uh, I'll go over mine, and then I'll let you go over yours. So, uh, the recap here, my number 35 is Tyrod Taylor, uh, quarterback for the uh, Houston Texans. Maybe the starter this year, depending on what happens with Deshaun Watson. Uh, My Mm -hmm. number 34 is Matt Jones, uh, New England's rookie quarterback. My number 33 is Cam Newton, the projected starter of the New England Patriots. My number 32 is Tua Tagaliova. I I, I feel like I pronounced that right, but I also feel like I butchered it. Uh, Miami's quarterback. And number 31 is Daniel Jones of the New York Giants.
1: Absolutely. Yeah. So who's yours? So my, my number thirty five is Tyrod Taylor, of the Houston Texans. I'm so curious. Let me see. Nah, we I, I'll say this. We ain't gonna, I don't think we'll start off next week the same. Let's hope. Let's hope we don't. Um, number thirty five is Tyrod Taylor from the Houston Texans. Thirty four is Drew Locke out of Denver. Thirty three is Teddy Bridgewater out of Denver. Thirty two is Jacoby Brissett out of Miami. And thirty one is Taysom Hill, uh, from the Saints. So. Mm -hmm. Yeah, guys, uh, we appreciate you guys listening to this episode of the podcast. Um, We want you guys to, you know, be sure to follow our Instagram page, right? We're going to put out um, our rankings on there and kind of have just a recap uh, of what they are. And obviously, you know, listen to the podcast, um, you know, to get the in-depth, you know, analysis about why we have them uh, at, at the rankings that we do. But definitely go follow our Instagram page and definitely it's a spark talk. Mm -hmm. uh it's just spark talk on instagram just no nothing else just spark talk and uh go follow it and go like and comment and disagree or have opinions or say that our opinions are completely dumb like we don't care like we just want to have fun and talk about football like it's not that serious um and so i you know we want to kind of help try to build that and and hopefully we can kind of move forward kind of creating maybe a little bit of a culture with our podcast through that as well so
0: yeah and also make sure to follow us on Spark our Twitter at SparkTalk2. Mm-hmm. Uh make sure you follow that. We'll be posting it up and just another way to you know if you, if you didn't see the podcast pop up it's another way just to go and uh listen to it uh it, or see see it and then go listen to it. So yeah, make sure to follow uh follow us on social on the social media SparkTalk on Instagram and SparkTalk2 on Twitter. And mm-hmm. make sure to follow Houston at Varsity Ginger 55 on uh just Instagram now, right?
1: Yeah, I don't have Twitter no more. I gotta had to get off
0: of it. <laughs> yeah, a lot of negativity there. And then uh just uh Spark Talk or not but underscore Sparky underscore four on Instagram. I don't know why I got confused there on uh that's my uh social on Instagram. So make sure to go follow us on those. Make sure to like, uh rate it five stars, and make sure to comment on the podcast apps wherever you listen to. Uh let us know what you think, let us know what you what we could do better. And let's know, and let us know what you like. And also make sure to follow us on the uh, on our YouTube channel, Smart Talk Gaming. Uh, you know, I'm trying. I'm making a video here. Uh, I've been doing a project here for a couple months, and I'm almost I'm almost done with it. Hope hoping to get it up by Friday or Saturday, or sometime this weekend at the latest, or probably the latest would be Sunday to get it up. But just uh, be looking out for that as well. So. Yeah, I think that wraps it up here. I'll let you do the outro, Houston.
1: Yeah, so we, again, yeah, we appreciate you guys listening. Definitely go follow us on all our social media. Um, like, you know, like we said last week, we're going to start posting a lot more on Instagram. And uh, we'll, you know, we'll have our post up uh, here pretty soon uh, once we get the podcast out and um, and everything like that. So thank you guys for listening. Hope you guys enjoyed. Um, until next time, y'all. Peace. See ya.